This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Hey guys, welcome to The Collective. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Welcome back to another episode. It's been so fucking long. I've missed you guys like actually insane amounts. But before we get into today's episode, as always, if you love this podcast, and I really hope you do because there's two people on Apple Podcasts that rated the podcast a one star and a two star, but if you love this podcast, please go rate it five stars, especially if you're in America because that's where the one star and the two star come from. So please go rate it, review it, share it with a friend, you know the drill. Also, forewarning, if my voice sounds a little nasally or a little weird, it's because I'm sick. However, I think it makes my voice sound a little sexy and sultry, but just so you know, when I sound nasally, that's why. Okay, so hi. Um, I've missed you guys. It's been a really long time. I think it's been, what, three, four weeks since I posted an episode, and One, I just want to say thank you guys for letting me have this break. In that month that I've taken off, we've had so many new people listen to the podcast, which is wild. But I just want to say thank you guys, like, for letting me just take a little breather. I needed it. We all know I was pretty burnt out at the end of the semester. We all know I really just needed some family time. I needed to chill and not really think about anything. But here we are. It's 2023. The year just started. I figured in this episode I would give you guys a massive life update on everything that's been going on, everything I've been doing, and then also kind of talk a little bit about my goals for 2023. I think the new year is super fun. It's super exciting to get to basically think about what I want to achieve this year and what I want to manifest and what I want to accomplish. But also I do want to say that you don't need to become a new person. I think that's one of the biggest things about the new year is everyone thinks new year, new me. I need to be a whole new person. I need to change my life. I need to be this better person. You really don't have to, to be honest. Like just if you love the way that you are, keep doing what you're doing and say it's March and you decided I want to change something in my life. You can change it. But some people do need the new year to kind of give them that jump start, give them that motivation, and I find the new year really, really motivating. Okay, so the entire month of December, I know we were like, what have you been doing? We haven't heard from you at all. I know, I've literally been doing nothing. Dean and I have been watching 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days. Let me first tell you that that show is absolutely insane, but I love every part of it. And I've honestly just been having a ton of family time. So beginning of December, I finished my semester at school. Dean and I packed up all our stuff in Pittsburgh and we flew home to Edmonton and we've been just staying with my family for the past month and just doing holiday stuff. It's been a little bit of an adjustment, I will say. Every time I come home, it's a bit of an adjustment because I first went from living by myself in a different country to then living with Dean in a different country to now being home. And in our house, we have me, Dean, my parents, and then my little brother and his girlfriend and our two dogs. So there's six of us in this house with our two dogs. But I honestly love it. I'm a massive, massive family person, probably more than like anyone should be. So getting to spend this time with them is the most cherished thing in the entire world. And I absolutely love every part of it. 
Also this month, I graduated from my master's program, which is super exciting. And I mean, I'm not done school. I go back to school literally on Thursday and I continue on in my PhD program, but I technically graduated with my master's and I'm super excited. I'm really happy about it. I also, (laughs) life update for everyone, Um, I did get rejected from med schools again. Fun fact, I'm actually only waiting for one school, which is UPenn, which is kind of wild because that's an Ivy, so I don't know why they're taking the longest to get back to me, but basically, I got rejected from med schools yet again. However, listen, listen to my thought process. So I did post an episode a while ago and it was like, listen to this if you feel like you have no idea what you're doing with your life. That whole thing. I understand. I agree. Same. So because I only applied to American med schools, I didn't apply to Canadian because I thought that I was staying in Pittsburgh. I thought I was going to be in America this whole time. And obviously that did not happen. But I think that that was a really big factor in my rejection. I mean, it could just be me. They could have just hated me. But I honestly think being a Canadian student is a really big hindrance in the American application process. And I kind of had to think about it. And I kind of had to like re-put my focus on the other aspects. And I thought, okay, do I actually want to go to med school? And after this whole month being at home, talking with my family, talking with my mom specifically, I realized I don't really actually want to go to med school anymore. I really don't. I think it's something that I would love to do. It's something that I think I would be really, really good at if I got the opportunity to do it. I think my personable skills would make me a really good doctor. Like my patient care aspect would make me a really good doctor. But I kind of thought about it and I was like, do I actually want to go to school for that much longer? Probably not. (laughs) Girlies, when you're first starting a business, you have enough to worry about. The stress is overwhelming and there's absolutely no reason you should be adding any more. Luckily for us, Shopify is here to help. Shopify has all the tools to power and build your business to the next level. It grows with your business, no matter how far or big you grow. Thanks to an endless list of integration and third-party apps, anything you can think of from on-demand printing to accounting to chatbots, everything you need to revolutionize your business, they have. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and they are the global force behind Allbirds, Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. As a WTTC listener, you can sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash WTTC all lowercase. Again, go to shopify.com slash WTTC now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Again, shopify.com slash WTTC. Okay, girlies, we are talking about our favorites once again. If you've ever had an embarrassing BO moment, Lumi is here to help. 
Lumi is powered by mandelic acid to control odor in a new way. Lumi delivers outrageous 72-hour odor control from everywhere, including your pits, your feet, and yes, even your privates. And fun fact, but it was actually a patient's concern about their private odor that originally inspired the OBGYN who invented Lumi. I currently have the toasted coconut deodorant, and let me tell you, it is my absolute favorite, and it smells so good. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers, and it comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code WTTC for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's WTTC at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. I also have a cousin who is currently a doctor, and because he was working, he wasn't able to fly back to Canada for Christmas this year, and that took a really big toll on him. He was not happy. He was, like, not, he was not in a good mood, and he is just as family-oriented as I am, and he loves being with our family just as much as I do. And I kind of had to think about it, and I was like, when I'm older and I have kids, and when I'm older and Dean and I want to host Christmas, that's kind of our plan. We're going to take over for my Nana, and we're going to start hosting Christmas for my whole family. Do I want to be working? No, I really don't. And there's other ways that I can help people because that was my main goal of wanting to be a doctor was I wanted to help people. I wanted to make a difference. And now I've kind of realized that with my PhD, when I graduate, I think I want to go work for the WHO, go work for the World Health Organization and change policies and be the person to implement these policies in different areas like infectious disease or like global population and just be the person at the forefront being able to do this. And if you guys know anything about me, you know that I am very passionate about the stuff that I'm very passionate about and I don't back down. And I think working for the World Health Organization is the best place for me to do that. I also think with my podcast, I can make a change. My mom keeps telling me I should be a TED Talk type of person and I should give TED Talks. So maybe I'll do that. Also, Hellrich Collective, literally my pride and joy, literally the thing that I focus on 24-7. And I think that that's going to make a huge difference in the world. I think that that's going to be something that if I get a platform to talk about stuff, I'm going to talk about it. Even without a platform, I still talk about stuff that I really am passionate about and things that I think should make a change in the world and things that I think should change in the world. And I don't necessarily need to be a doctor to do that. I will say, though, there's been a lot of tears. There's been a lot of tears this past month getting all these rejection letters. I mean, it sucks. It sucks. And as someone who submitted applications before, got rejected, and then did it for a second time, getting rejected again, like, it sucks. And I want everyone to kind of listen to this and 
understand like we all face rejection. We all face rejection and it's about changing your outlook on it. And of course, I was I was wavering on the idea of med school. We all know this. We've I've talked about it before. I was wavering on the idea, but I wanted it to almost be my choice and I wanted it to be my decision that I didn't go. But honestly, I think that if I were to get into a med school, I would go simply for the principle that I was like I got in, I need to do this. And I think that this was the universe's way of being like, we're not even going to give you a choice. This isn't meant for you. This isn't the path that you're supposed to take. So we're going to literally reject you from every single school and you don't even have a, you don't even have a choice to make. But again, this is just my reminder to all of you that if you're facing rejection, one, it's normal. It's normal. Like, I always felt I was the only person to ever face rejection. When I got when I got rejected from med school the first time, I was so fucking embarrassed. I literally did not tell anyone. I was so embarrassed because I thought I was the only person that ever had this happen. And then once I started talking to people about it and I started sharing it a bit more, a lot of other people get rejected from med school. It's a very, very hard thing to get into, which also I think is a little wild because are we not literally in a staffing shortage and do they not want me anyways but once I started talking to people about it I realized that it was more of a norm and I wasn't the only person that was going through this I wasn't the only person that had to change my life path I wasn't the only person that had to really just find something new to do and refocus and go full force at something new. And that's why I'm sharing this. I'm not just sharing this because I want you guys to feel bad for me. No one feel bad for me. I'm literally fine. But I'm sharing this because a lot of the time this isn't being shared. I mean, you go on my Insta, there's no fucking way I'm posting every single rejection that I got. Like, obviously, I'm not going to do that. No one's going to do that. But I'm sharing it on the podcast. And also on the podcast, I feel like we all have a way closer relationship. I share things with you guys on this podcast that I don't share with anyone anywhere else. And so it feels more comfortable for me. And also, I want it to resonate. I want it to resonate. I want you guys to know that like you're going to be okay. Everyone goes through it. Everyone has to change their outlook on things and we all got it. We all got it. We're all going to be successful. We're all going to accomplish what we need to accomplish. And this is just one little road bump in our life. Okay. Anyways, so let's talk about some more exciting stuff. So I'm recording this on Monday. You guys are listening on Wednesday, but on Tuesday, Dean and I are actually moving across the country to Toronto. We are packing up all our shit and we are moving across. And I don't know if anyone's heard about the whole flying situation that's going on right now. Apparently, it's the biggest shit show ever and it's horrendous. My mom showed me a picture of the Pearson Airport, which is the Toronto airport, and at the baggage claim, there was so many suitcases. 
So many suitcases just literally on the floor all around. No one knew where their bag was. And I was like, this is actually psychotic. This is actually insane. So we're hoping that we can make it across fine. We're hoping that everything goes well. Everything goes smooth. But I was saying to Dean, I was like, should we buy those little air tags? You know, the air tags that everyone puts in their bags and you can track them. But then I was thinking, I was like, so what if we put those in and we see that our bags like in Saskatchewan or in like Winnipeg or something like then what then like who do I call like then what do I do so basically we decided we're just not even gonna buy them and I don't know if that's a good choice or not we don't really know but we're basically going in this blind we're just gonna see what happens the only saving grace that I feel like we have is it's a direct flight. It's a direct flight from Edmonton to Toronto. However, Dean's best friend was flying from Halifax to Calgary on a direct flight and they lost his bag. So I'm not really sure what we should be doing, but Dean and I are like, we're not just going on a vacation. We're literally moving our entire lives. So if we can't get our bags, I don't know what we're going to do. And also, if you guys know, Dean's a massive sneakerhead. So we have, I'm trying to count right now. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine shoe boxes literally right beside me that Dean is going to ship to our apartment in Toronto. So we'll see how it works. Also, our apartment in Toronto is really, really small, like really, really small. Like I think it's like maximum 600 square feet. It's a one bedroom, one den, and one bath. And I'm really excited, don't get me wrong, but like that is really close quarters for Dean and I to be in all the time. So we'll see how it works. I'm thinking, hear me out, listen to like what I'm thinking and you can give me your design feedback. But in our den, I'm thinking I should put like shelving in the den and then we can put all of Dean's sneakers like up against the wall because he has so many and I'm like where the fuck are we gonna put all these sneakers because the closet is the size of my thumb and obviously I'm gonna need the whole closet so I'm like where should we put Dean's stuff <laughs> because otherwise we might have to sell it because my stuff needs to go in the closet so if anyone has any interior design ideas for small spaces to really maximize the amount of space please let me know but that's one of the most exciting things about moving is that you get to completely redesign your space. Like we get to basically make everything in the space, both of ours, because when Dean came to Pittsburgh and he stayed with me for three months, he was obviously moving into my apartment and everything that I already had set in place. So it's really exciting that now we get to kind of like build our space together it's it's questionable how much interior design um, input he will be getting in our space, but it's a nice thought. You know, it's a nice thought that it'll be both of ours when probably 90% of the stuff in it I will be choosing. Okay, so on a different note, when I was younger, my Nana always told me that the way that you go into 2023 is how your 2023 is going to be. Like the way that you go into your new year is how that year is going to be. And I have really paid attention to that <laughs> for a really long time. And so I am very picky on how I spend my New Year's Eve. And 
for, I want to say like six years or five years, my little brother threw a New Year's Eve party at my house every single year. Every single year, my dad bought a keg one year. We buy pizzas. Like it's a whole shindig and all of Nick's friends come and it's so much fun. And to be fair, I don't have as many friends in Edmonton. Um, granted, I've moved so many times and I haven't lived here for a long time, but I normally would hang out with Nick and all his friends and invite a few people. And like, it was really, really fun. But so this year, Dean and I were like, what are we going to do for New Year's? Because Nick's not having a party. And normally what we would do is we would go hang out with them for a hot minute. And then we'd be like, you know what? We're tired. We're going to piece it out of here. And we go upstairs and go to bed. And that's literally what we did last year. So this year for New Year's Eve, Dean and I went for dinner with his family to a little Italian restaurant. It's so cute. It's so sweet. His family goes to this Italian restaurant every single year on New Year's, so it's a standing reservation. So we went for dinner with his family. It was really good, and then we came home. I took a shower. We ate cookies, and we literally went to bed, and that was actually how we spent our New Year's Eve, and it was the most perfect New Year's Eve ever. I get really stressed out when I'm out drinking and around a lot of people and I can get really anxious. And I said to him, I just want to go into this new year super calm. I came home from dinner. I took a shower and this is going to sound really, it's going to sound really drunk. And I really (laughs) not drunk. I meant dumb, but I came home from dinner. I was a little tipsy and I took a shower and In that moment, I was like, we're just going to cleanse everything off my body. We are going to like metaphorically cleanse the past year and we're going to start fresh. And it might, it's probably dumb, but like in that moment, I may have had a little too much wine, but I was like, this is such a vibe. This is everything that I need. I needed to just cleanse it all, start fresh, start new, and like have a new outlook. And that's really honest to God what I felt like that shower did for me. And then Dean and I made some cookies and we are in bed by 11 p.m. And it was so nice. It was so nice. But on the flip side, so my brother's girlfriend is literally like my little sister now. She's 1000% a part of our family. So I don't feel bad saying this. But her and my little brother went out for, went out to a party on New Year's Eve and they drank a little too much. And so New Year's Day, I am walking around the house and she's laying on the couch and my, we got my dad this like back warm heating type of pad that you like put on the couch and then it like heats your back up. And so she's laying on that with My mom has, for her headaches, she has this like eye mask that's frozen. And so she's laying on the the couch with this heating thing on her back and this eye patch that's frozen on her eyes. And she was so unwell. But like, it was, it was so funny. It was so funny. And I felt so bad because she was so unwell, but like they had so much fun and it was so good. But it was just so funny because I was like, Dean and I woke up. I went and worked out. Like I was feeling really good. We went to bed so early. And then there was like my brother eating A&W and like his girlfriend on the couch. But it was just, it was, it was so funny. Anyways, so 
going into 2023, I was like, what are my goals for this year? What am I manifesting? What is my vision board going to look like? And I posted on the Instagram part of my vision board has, I want to know, like, has everyone done a vision board for this year yet? So my vision board for this year, I actually made it super specific. I literally would Photoshop, not even Photoshop, because I don't even know how to use Photoshop, but I would use my name in place of certain things, or I would like put my photo in place of things. So for example, I did like the Forbes 30 under 30 magazine cover with Hailey Bieber. And instead of it saying Hailey Bieber, I put my own name and I was going to Photoshop my face onto it, but it didn't actually work out. And then it looked really ugly and it was like right in the middle of the vision board. And I was like, "Mm, this is really causing like some distress to me, like to my eyeballs to look at it like this. So I took that off, but I did put my name on it. I also am manifesting for the podcast some really big things. One, Okay, I'll tell you guys. I'll tell you guys my one thing. One thing I'm manifesting is that we hit 1 million downloads. And we're like 900,000 away from <laughs> from that. But I do have high hopes. So I actually put on my vision board the charts, like the Apple podcast charts. And I photoshopped the podcast into it, into the chart number that I wanted. And it's on my vision board. This is the first year that I've actually made everything on my vision board super specific. Normally, I would just grab random photos from Pinterest and I'd like put them on kind of like what I'm wanting. But this year, I was like, we're going to make things so, so specific to me. We're going to do things exactly the way that we want to. I am manifesting a really big deal for Helfrich Collective. I can't tell you. I can't tell you yet, which sucks. But I found a headline and it was like, something times something just signed a big deal, whatever. And so I literally took out the brands that they use and I put Helfrich Collective times whatever the brand or thing is signed a big deal. And I put that on my vision board. So it's super, super specific to exactly what I'm wanting. So if you've done a vision board for this year, I want to know about it. I want to know what you did. I want to know if you did super specific like I did or if you just did Pinterest photos, what you're manifesting, what your dreams are, what you want to accomplish. Like literally let me know because I think it's so fun. And part of me also thinks telling people about it helps us to accomplish it. Maybe that's just my own mindset, but I really feel like it can make a massive difference. But another thing that's kind of wild that I decided to do on a whim is I decided to submit a submission video to Sports Illustrated. Like, who do I think I am? I don't know what took over my body, but so I was literally on Instagram, I think. I don't actually even remember. And I was like, oh, I wonder like if Sports Illustrated's doing their swim search and I looked it up and they extended the deadline to January 1st and this was like December 30th. Like it was so close. I think it was like 8 p.m. at night and I was like, you know what? Maybe I should just like make a video. Like maybe I should just make one. So I just took random ass clips that I had in my phone, put it together. I was super sick. My voice sounded horrendous and I literally was like drinking water and coughing to try and clear my throat and make it sound okay. And I literally just did a voiceover, submitted it, and that's it. 
And I don't know. I don't know what's going to come from it. I don't know if anything's even going to come from it, but basically shoot your shot. Shoot your shot, guys. Like that's what 2023 is going to be about for me is I'm going to just shoot my motherfucking shot. And was I embarrassed to post it on Instagram? Yes. Was I embarrassed to post it on TikTok? Yes. But I thought, what if this actually works? Like what if I actually did get this? Why would I have been embarrassed to post it? You know, like what what if it works? And so I kind of just thought anyone that's going to make fun of me, anyone that's going to be mean to me about it, it's not someone that I would probably even be talking to in real life anyways. So why do I care? Why do I care about what people are saying if I actually don't really even know them or I don't value their opinion? And even if I do, find new people. And that's kind of my mentality going into this new year is if there's something I want, I'm going to shoot my shot and I'm going to go get it. If I want to post on TikTok every day, I'm going to post on TikTok every day. If I'm going to message big corporations to try and sign deals, I'm going to do it. If I want to submit to Sports Illustrated, I'm going to do it. If I want to go to school again, I'm going to go to school. Like we're just going to shoot our shot and we're going to do whatever makes us happy this year because at the end of the day, I always say you only have yourself. And if you're not happy with what you're doing, we need to change it and we need to find something that's going to make you feel fulfilled. And that was a really long-winded, <laughs> long-winded response about me submitting to SI. But I basically just want to say, we're just going to do what makes us happy. And we're just going to put stuff out there into the universe and we're going to see what sticks. I always say to Dean, when you shoot your shot so many times, one of them's going to stick. I mean, with Hellridge Collective, I probably send not even to be dramatic, like I probably send 50 emails in three days. Sometimes more, sometimes less, but I sent an average of probably 50 emails like in three days. Like I shoot my shot like no other. And sometimes it works. Sometimes I don't even get responses back. Sometimes I get one response saying no. Sometimes I say, yes, let's talk about this. Like Things happen when you just shoot your shot and you just don't give up. And I think that that's a huge thing that we all need to take into this new year. And I was literally talking to my mom about this this morning because with the podcast, I've been doing this podcast since I first started Healthridge Collective, which was in 2021, I think. Oh my God, I don't even know when I started stuff. Yeah, 2021, I didn't really take it seriously, but I probably say for the past year, I've been pretty consistent generally. I mean, to be fair, we are in school. We do have other stuff that has to happen, but I have been pretty consistent for the past year. And is my podcast the top podcast in the world? Absolutely not. Not even fucking close. But I'm still doing it and I'm still doing it because I love it and it's still growing and it's a slow burn. And I was telling my mom today that a lot of people start things and they don't see them through because they're not getting the results that they want right at the beginning. The biggest thing I can say, like starting a business, starting a business is one of the things that so many people start it. They do it for maybe a month, maybe two months, maybe even a year, and then they casually have it fizzle out because 
they're not seeing the results that they want. A lot of people think it's going to be so easy to do things and it's not. I mean, with Healthridge Collective, I haven't even got a paycheck yet. I've made no money from it and it's still something that I have passion for and it's still something that I know can be something really successful, but it takes time. And so one of the biggest things is if you have something that you want to accomplish, just know it's probably not going to happen super quick. I always say every overnight success is 10 years in the making. Everything takes time. And that's one of the hardest things for me to swallow because I am the least patient person in the entire world. And I always say I want things to blow up now. I want it to be big now. I want to have all this. But that's not creating sustainability. I mean, think of a lot of people that you know who have blown up really quick on TikTok or on Instagram or their podcasts. Soon those things do fizzle out. Like it becomes a really hot trend. And there's a clothing brand that I think of in the pandemic that became so big. It became huge. Everyone was wearing it. It was super cool in the moment. And now I think about it, I'm like, no one has once talked about it. I have not seen anyone wear any of their items or anything like that. And that's not what I want. That's not what I want. So I have to just keep going. And I was literally telling my mom, I'm like, that's one of the biggest faults that a lot of people have is that you don't see results right off the bat. So you think I can't do this anymore. I need to do something else. I don't have the drive to do this. But a lot of the time you're not going to see results right away. And you have to just keep going. I mean, I've been doing my clothing brand for two years and it's nowhere near where I want it to be yet, but I know that it can be something. So I'm going to just keep going. And I think that that's one of the biggest mentalities we got to bring into 2023 is we just have to know deep down that what we're doing is going to have an end result and it's going to pay off in the end. And we really just have to value that delayed gratification. I mean, if you do something and it blows up right away and it's a hot trend or it's super cool, like, of course, that's amazing. That's not what I'm saying. Like, obviously, that's so amazing. And that's incredible. But for a lot of people, that's not the case. And so for a lot of those people, I'm telling you, you have to believe in the delayed gratification. You have to believe that what you're doing has value and what you're doing will have worth at the end. Wow, this episode is really just a whole bunch of different <laughs> different combos happening, but I kind of like it when I end up just going on a little bit of a tangent and I just talk about things that I care about and that's one of the things. But on a completely different note and less motivational, I think for the month of January, I'm going to do dry January. I think I'm going to do it. I I mean what, today's January 2nd, so I guess I haven't drank in two days, but I think I'm going to do it literally for no reason other than I just want to really focus on like mocktails. I really want to focus on finding fun drinks that don't include alcohol. The thing with alcohol in me is I don't like not feeling in control of my body. That's something that like kind of freaks me out a lot of the time. And to be fair, I don't drink much 
at all. Like compared to a normal person, I don't drink much. Over the holidays, I drink more than I would any other month, but I would say I probably drink at the most twice a month, at the most. And I just it's not something that I actually really love. Like, I love a glass of wine. I love my tequila. I love a margarita. Like, I love doing that, but not all the time. And so, I want to find some fun drinks that don't involve alcohol and stuff that I can drink when I'm out with friends that say I want to drive or I just don't want to feel out of control in some way, because I'm also a really, really lightweight. Like I can have one glass of wine and I'm like, I should not be driving. So I just want to find other options and other drinks that are super fun and that don't leave me feeling like hungover or weird or not great in my body. And one of the other things that I've noticed is whenever I go out and I drink, I binge eat. And I don't know, I don't know what it is, but as someone who has struggled with disordered eating, I really don't want to fall back into patterns. And I find that when I'm a little bit impaired and I have alcohol, I decide to binge. And that's something that I really don't want to happen anymore. And so I'm like, maybe I need to just completely cut out the alcohol for a month. Obviously, I'm not saying I'm never going to drink again. Of course, I'm going to, but just for the month, just see how it goes. See what fun mocktails I can make. I love putting kombucha in a wine glass. I love putting, I put eggnog in a wine glass over the holidays. I just love anything in a wine glass. But if anyone has any really fun mocktail drinks that you like to make, please let me know because yeah, for the month, I think I'm going to try and do it. I obviously want Dean and I to like have some fun drink for our first night in our apartment when we move because I think that that's really cute and like really fun and kind of like a housewarming type of vibe. So if you have any drink ideas, please send them to me because I really, I really need some cute, fun ideas. Also, a new 2023 goal. I mean, not really new, but do we all remember when I was on a massive book kick? Like I read, I think I read like three books in two days. Like I was on a huge kick with these books and I love them and I want to get back into that. So please send me your book recommendations. I love anything romance, anything steamy, anything like I don't even know how to like explain the books that I like. Um, Think of It Ends With Us. Think of like that type of vibe. What like what would you call that? Romance? I don't know, but that sort of vibe because I find that I am on my phone way too much. I am on social media way too much this month. Last year when I came home for Christmas, I turned my I took off the entire Instagram app off my phone and I was so much happier and this year for some reason I find myself constantly on Instagram I'm constantly looking people up I'm looking at what they're doing and I feel very inadequate and it's not it's not a good vibe and that's not something I really want to bring into this year so instead I'm going to focus on reading <laughs> instead of being on my phone because honestly the m- more 
bored I am, the more I'm on my phone. I only really go on my phone when I have nothing to do and I'm just kind of chilling and I'm like, oh, I'm like kind of bored. And one of my worst traits, one of my absolute worst traits is I'll be watching like a TV show or something and I'll be on my phone at the same time. Like why? Why do I need to do that? I don't. I don't. I should focus on my show. I should focus on the movie. I should focus on whatever. I don't need to be on my phone. And one of the ways I think I'm going to really kick that habit is by reading. And when I'm bored, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to read my book because I can become so immersed in a book that time just flies. And I really love reading and I really love sitting and doing it. It's just the motivation to actually sit down and open the book. Do you know what I mean? Like once I start, I love it, but it's finding that motivation and that push to actually like sit down and like open the book and start to read. But I need to get off Instagram. I need to get off Instagram. Nothing's happening on Instagram that I need to see. Like I need to kick that habit in 2023. So if anyone has any ideas and obviously like I want to delete the whole app, but I can't. I can't because I know that sounds dumb. I know everyone's like, yes, you can. But because of Health Rich Collective, I have to be on it. Like, I feel like I need to know kind of what's going on. But I just need to be on it way less. Like, social media is not important. I don't need to know what people are doing all the time. It's really not even good for me. So please, if anyone has any tips, let me know because it's so bad. It is so bad. But that is today's episode. I know it's a little wild. I know that I kind of talk about a whole bunch of random stuff. I went on a little tangent, trying to be motivational at one point. I don't really know what's going on. It's my first episode back. Give me a little bit of slack. But I'm really excited to take you guys on this new adventure with Dean and I moving to Toronto. And there's going to be a lot of episodes on making new friends and <laughs> trying to become comfortable in a new environment because for the first time I'm moving places and I'm not going to school physically. Like I'll be doing my school online while I'm there, but I won't actually be able to go to class and meet new people. And that's normally how I get to know a lot of my new friends when I move places. So I'm really starting from scratch. I'm really starting from the bare minimum of trying to make friends in a new place. I hope that I make friends at the gym or in my apartment building. Like I just, I hope Dean and I make friends. So I'm really excited for you guys to like come along with me on this and we can kind of go through it together. If anyone lives in Toronto, you want to hang out, please let me know. But thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Thank you guys so much for being patient with me this whole month and letting me have a little bit of a break. I really hope that we all just have the most amazing year and that we started off strong and we just yeah, continue to grow this community that we built because I absolutely love it and I love you guys so much. But that is all that I have to say in today's episode. So thank you guys so much again for listening and I will catch you in the next one. Bye. (laughs) 
Hey there, my name is Renee Rena, and I am the mom friend you have always wanted. I am also the host of the Mom Room Podcast. We publish two episodes per week, a co-hosted episode on Tuesdays and a solo episode on Thursdays. Popular topics include pooping and having sex after giving birth. I have a solo episode where I talk about not sharing a bed with my husband and why that's okay. I hope you'll tune in to these conversations every week. Join us on Instagram at the Mom Room Podcast and start to feel a little less alone in this crazy thing called motherhood.